You're listening to The Wicked Horror Show, powered by the Dorkening Podcast Network. For more information, check out thedorkening.com. Deadly Grounds Coffee knows how important your coffee is to you. Every batch is roasted to perfection with a unique special method that brings out the richest, deepest, smoothest flavor you'll ever find. We're coffee freaks too, and deadly serious about our brew. Just one sip and you'll know why we say, once you go deadly, you don't go back. It's truly coffee to die for. So when you're ready to get a little deadly, get online and order yours at getdeadly.com. It's coffee so good, it's scary. Tuesday night, time for another live Wicked Horror Show. I'm Kevin, and as always, I'm joined by Tony Has Nine Fingers. What is going on, people? And we're also joined by Angel from that strange show. You're muted, Angel. Hi, sorry about that. You're I'm new. new. I'm He's new. new. Yeah. And uh, we have a couple returning guests. I'm going to start with Amy first, uh, because there's less of you on this on the screen. Uh, we have Amy Rolson. We had you on for... Um, Carlos Hunt, last yes, year. Hunt. It's yes, been a minute, same. but thanks for having me back. Yes, yeah, it's, it's our pleasure. It's uh, it's been a long day, so I apologize. And then yeah. we have Joe Stoffer and uh, his group of uh, cohorts. What's going on, Joe? Yeah. What's up, man? What's Not shaking, much. baby? Not much. You want to introduce uh, everyone else in the room? Yeah, this is Mario. He was a producer with me on Pieces of Talent. We worked together for 15 or so years. And this is Minnie. She's worked with me over the last five or so years on various projects. So, you know, we make we make stuff together. So we were just here hanging out, actually working on a new project, running some lines, doing some script work. And uh, nice. so I thought they would hop on. Hang out. That's awesome. And uh, so uh, just just so Mario knows, I am uh, a little obsessed with pieces of talent. So it's partly your fault. Um, <laughs> Awesome. Glad to hear that. <laughs> I mean, I, I know Tony was a bit obsessed as well. We all like uh, have multiple copies of the movie. Oh my and gosh. I have novels that I got to look at the, uh, the cutout, all that stuff. Mm. Uh, yeah, we're a little obsessed. I still am obsessed. I hope, I'm constantly trying to get people to watch it that, that, that haven't seen it. And uh, I think, Tony, you told me that last time you checked, it was actually selling for a pretty good amount on eBay. Yeah, that, and then uh, there's a new thing called Whatnot, which is almost like a um, like a live eBay auction. So there's people that I, I look for DVDs and Blu-rays, and someone pulled this up, and they're like, oh, I have no idea what this is, but it's going for a lot of money. So I'm like, oh, that's pieces of talent. They're like, what's that? I'm like, it's an independent movie. You should all check it out. And they're like, oh, we have no idea what this is, but it's going for like a hundred bucks on eBay. I'm like, that's crazy, man. That is nuts. <laughs> if you go to I mean, Shutter... but it's a great movie, so. Mm. If you go to shutterblademedia.com and you just like search the shop, they can get Blu-rays for, for twenty bucks. Don't tell anyone. But yeah. Don't give it away, Joe. Mm. Yeah. So uh, one of the reasons I, I mean, obviously Angel is uh, welcome at any time, but uh, he's also an aspiring filmmaker and cinematographer. So I figured it would be, uh, you know, good to have him on for this. So that way he can uh, pick some brains, ask some questions himself. Um, and just real quick, we have a bunch of people in the chat. Uh, let me see. And I'm going to start with, all right. We have hello or hi, everyone. Uh, I don't know who that is. 1021 Moose. Uh, 
Uh, it's Joe saying, hey. Hey, Joe. I, I was talking to them. I was okay. like, hey, guys. You know, they're, they're over right. there waiting on us. I'm like, what's up? Bonjour. We have a bonjour. And we have a, hey, y'all. I'm assuming uh, they're from somewhere down south. We have uh, yeah. hey again from Joe Stoffer. Hey, Joe. <laughs> I'm just talking um, to myself. Life is pain. He's a regular in the chat. What's going Sup? on? And uh, Joe Stoffer saying, yo. Uh, what's up, Joe? <laughs> <laughs> uh, then uh, we also have that moose person saying that they love Joe, and uh, which you know, uh -oh. who, who doesn't? Uh, Molly Z. I'll tell you a few people. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Molly Z is uh, frequent at the horror cons, and Doug is one of my good friends and also one of my co-producers on an upcoming feature uh, titled "The End" that we're shooting the end of September. So nice. thanks for saying hi, Doug. Nice. So you said uh, Molly Z's a regular at Harcons. Is that out in the Florida area, or do you know? He's actually uh, he's up in the New Jersey area. So you, you might want to say hi to him and hook up. He's at Monster Mania. Um, he's going to be at New Jersey Horror Con this weekend. So he's all over the place. Nice. We have uh, MK oh, Ultra. He's oh. your homeboy. Howdy, howdy, howdy. What? Uh, up? Cody saying hello. Doug saying hey, Amy. Hey, and, and uh, Fred, Fred is saying, Fred is also one of the incredibly talented Central Florida actors that's also a part of the indie horror feature the end that we're shooting end of September. But we'll talk about that later. But nice. hey, Fred, nice. So uh, first off, how do you guys know each other? Like, how does uh, is it? Do, Joe, did you? Like learn of her from this show, or did you know her from before? Or yeah, actually, Wicked Horror Show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> whoop, whoop. And then we randomly, uh, what was it like? Instagram sharing stuff. Nice. That's the great thing about these podcasts is it just opens up the doors for you know the horror community is so intertwined. Anyways, it's such a great community to be a part of, and through these podcasts, we meet so many different people. But Joe and I have a lot in common professionally in our work ethic and our love for indie horror mm -hmm. filmmaking. So we keep in touch and just help promote each other. And who knows, we might we might have to work on something. Yeah, yeah exactly. busting butt. You know, you gotta you gotta <laughs> hit the grind hard with this with this uh, with the indie scene, especially. You know. Yeah. And that's so that's uh, why we do the show as well. I mean, we're all fans of stuff, and it's any way to help people get word out and. You know, we, we get to meet a lot of people and, uh, you know, we, we become huge fans just from independent horror. I, when I first, when we first had Joe on uh, years ago, it was, uh, I was like, I couldn't believe it. I was like, we're having Joe on? I'm like, this is crazy. This is like my favorite movie of the year and we're having Joe on. Like, <laughs> it, was, it was legit my favorite movie that year. So Thanks, I think that was one of the first ones that I actually saw that got me rolling into this whole podcast thing yeah. where the, I would be a fan. I, I'd never, that it was a dorkening days. So I was a yeah. fan would watch every week that I would, they would have giveaways and I, they would, you know, I would win. I think it was like a 10 week span where I won and they're like, Oh, you keep on winning. I'm like, well, if you have a giveaway and Leo was like, no, like, it sounds like, you know what you're doing. Do you want to come on? And then ever since, I'm just like, yeah, of course, I'm a huge movie fan. So being able to sit down, watch a movie, and then talk to the people behind it, it's like yeah. a dream come true kind of deal. A lot of fun stories. I mean, this guy right here can tell you some. If you have any questions about pieces that you want to you wanna find out, right. man. Ask away. Man. Yeah, ask away. <laughs> 
He was there for, I was running around with my head cut off and he, he was keeping it together. So <laughs> that's kind of a loaded question, honestly, because uh, I mean, I don't want to we have Amy on the show as well. I mean, I obviously I have a lot of questions about pieces um, and about the, the process of making pieces, because I know it took a very long time to get the movie done. But, you know, Amy, uh, we've only, you know, met the one other time on the show. And I definitely want to hear like your uh, your take on some of the stuff. too. So, like are you primarily acting? Amy, in the in the in the movies, have you have you ventured out to filmmaking yourself? Yeah, I'm still really um, working very closely with Terry Gerald, Black Dog Films, the writer producer for Harlow's Haunt. Mm -hmm. uh, we actually, since we spoke, got picked up by Bayview Entertainment for distribution. That's the oh, same sure. distribution company that brought out Skinamarink, mm -hmm. um, which was a very successful low budget indie horror. It had a oh, yeah. release and yeah. did amazingly well. Uh, I was first AD on that project, and Terry and I are co-writing Harlow's 2 right now, so we're in the script phase nice. of that. Um, I've been producing a couple indie feature films since the last time we spoke and continuing to act as well, so kind of all over the place, but it's how I like it. Yeah, you're yeah. producing your butt off right now, right? Like you're, Yeah, you're there's, that, there's a fingers. lot going on. Um, it, it's been quite busy, the clock. Um, that we talked about Kevin and I, that was a indie horror feature from a psychological horror thriller. Um, and then we're working on the end right now, which is another indie horror feature that's shooting in central Florida. Um, also producing acting and aiding on that as well. Nice. And I, I dropped the ball. I was trying to grab the trailer for the clock and I just, I failed miserably. So I apologize. That's, no worries. That's why you're the worst. Yeah, yeah. There's literally there's t-shirts that were made that say Kevin is the worst, and it's referencing me. And then it's no big deal. Anybody who wants to see the trailer for the clock, just hop on YouTube and it's search the clock. The 2023. Clock and you'll find it. It's, um, it's a beautiful trailer. Yeah, but I'm still the worst. Um, and uh, so Wolfie, I, I don't. Know, I'm sure you remember Wolfie, Joe. Wolfie's yeah. in the chat. He couldn't. He couldn't uh, come on because he's uh, dealing with. He had like some doctor's appointment stuff today, but. Wolfie saying, what's up? Joe Starfus in the house. What up? Um, Life is Pain is saying, Pieces was fucking awesome. There I agree. Um, and uh, are we allowed to uh, see a short clip from this horror film? Uh, if I didn't drop the ball, we could have seen a short clip from the from the, uh, from the clock. I apologize. Uh, you can send all your hate mail to leo at leopond.com. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Home, home Kevin sent you. No, we're, hey. we're, yeah, he's, he's good people. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Leo? Yeah, yeah, Leo's good people. So, um, Amy, can I ask you a question? Go for it. So, what, in your experience, now that you're producing more so, or, you know, along with acting, what are some of your biggest challenges that you've faced with the the uh more independent smaller budget things what are some of the the challenges you've you've faced with that um i think the key word is what you just said small budget micro yeah. budget low yeah. budget no budget. <laughs> um basically no. you know finding different ways to use the resources that you have to produce a high quality film with really strong actors and a excellent crew and cinematographer and editor and you know um from beginning to end from just putting the cast together to making sure everybody's on the same page from beginning to end 
Um, but the budget is always what you have to keep your eye on. Just know that what you think it's going to cost, it's always going to go over. <laughs> so have a safety net there or crowdfund, whatever you can do to kind of pull in those last minute financial resources just to make it all happen, whether it's before production, in production, or, you know, even 30 days after production, just getting yourself out there. Um, the, the best thing I can recommend is really just promoting and being loud and banging and beating on your own drum because the more people that you pull into what you're doing, the more eyes you have on your project, the more followers that you get, the more likely it is that they're gonna support what you're doing and help out financially when you do crowdfund. Um, so I definitely think just the time, effort, and financial resources have to really be on point and you've gotta be super focused. I would, I would agree. I would say like marketing is a big thing. Um, I think a lot of times people, you know, they're like, we're going to do this movie and then they have it and then they don't know what the hell they're going to do with it when it's done. They haven't thought that far ahead a lot of times. And especially now with the way streaming and everything is, the marketing has to be thought out and like executed loudly, like you said, because you're competing with a lot of noise out there. Yeah. You know, and there's so many things being promoted and and um you know you have to live it you have to promote your work every single day on every platform that you can remember it's the only way that you're going to get it out there what without having to pay somebody else to do it <laughs> yeah so. we mailed we blind mailed a bunch of bloody vhs's out for pieces with like one of the death scenes on it just to like people <laughs> um for some of our stuff when i mean this is like 2000 11 yeah, yeah 11 right 12 something pretty brilliant and I have to collectors. On the shelf, I'm just saying yeah to collectors and stuff and i mean stuff like that like thinking outside the box not like you know here's a social media post whatever like but you know having fun with it and and all that is is key and you can and you it's a whole other creative process too you know what i mean it's fun i think it's fun and it takes a lot of time and you have to love what you do or you're never going to be able to get through it and even shows like this podcast you guys give us a platform to come out here and connect with an audience and cross over to another audience and um i'm actually part of a magazine we just launched we're gonna push out issue number four september 13th called indie horror junkie oh. and that's another great avenue for people to promote their work, whether they're filmmakers or production companies, um, actors, musicians, podcasts, books, comics, um, it's specifically designed to promote and showcase indie horror artists. So again, just finding different ways to connect with an audience um, and be smart where you're putting your finances doing that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Oh. Yeah. For, for people like me and, and Angel that we've, you know, thrown around the ideas like of, of doing something forever. Uh, yeah. It's, it's more of a... Uh, seems like forever, yeah. Because oh, yeah. uh, uh, pandem the pandemic happened. And, uh, yeah, you've been thinking about it for probably longer than I've known you. Yeah. And we've both, you know, we both have thought about it. Like, there'd be times that Leo and I would go to conventions and on the way home, we'd just be coming up with ideas of what would make a fun film or whatever. And like, they would sound fun. Like, is it re reality? Like, is it 
realistic that I could actually make those movies? No, uh, because I was thinking way above my means. Hey, hey dude, um, like, look, like yeah. we, yeah. I mean, you can say that all you want, but you, you're going to have to jump. You can do it. You have right. to just jump in and <laughs> right and build your you, you jump jump and then build your parachute on the way down. Right. I mean, I'd say that we only had one rule when we started with pieces, and that was that we weren't going to quit. We were going to oh. see it through, you know, and yeah, like if, if you guys are feeling that, I absolutely encourage you to, to move on it. <clears throat> All right. Yeah, because that's one of the things that, like, you know, Amy was saying, it's like showing your work is like I, I've, you know, do test, test different lenses, do this, like shot things. But then like there's an apprehension that I have of like showing the, the learning, I guess, that I'm doing currently and like not having like a perfect thing in my head, you know, to hey, showcase. Bro, but it ain't it makes... never going to be perfect. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's how long, how long did it take? How long did it take you guys to do pieces? It was, it was, like, wasn't it like five years or something like that? Uh, no, it was no, but, more like more like three. By the time we like officially released, it was done, done in 2013, yeah. and like we released it in 14. We shot in 2010. Right. We were uh, spinning it up, and uh, Joe had actually started doing these little promotional shorts and releasing those on the internet. Um, and kind of building the script all along the way. And then we went into principal photography for 30 days or so, something like that. Got stuff, cut it together. Um, the majority of it worked, but there were some things that we needed to go back and reshoot and rework and that kind of thing. They just didn't, you know, feel like it was there. And that's another thing. You'll feel it. You'll know it, you know, when it's working. You know, and uh, went back and scheduled some more pickups. Um, yeah, and I, I think over uh, overall, yeah, about two or three years ultimately to get that final product out. Yeah, now the scene with uh, with um, Charlotte and David by the lake. Mm -hmm. That's we had a different scene we, written. We, yeah, we actually shot it two other ways previously. Idea. Yeah, right, and the scene still wasn't working. That and, was yeah. right, and was like, well, let's let's try it this way, you know, and it ended up, it's one of my favorite scenes in the film. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad you guys are talking about this yeah. because that's one of the beautiful things about being an independent filmmaker is there are no rules. Mm. You do it on your time and your terms and yeah. it's what you want. Yeah. Yeah, it's gotta be what you want or why the hell are you doing it? Exactly. Well, some people just do it for money. Well, on the independent level, maybe, maybe. Some yeah, money. and he's a little different. It's yeah, well, no, I mean, we, I, we do know some filmmakers. We know some filmmakers that like they've they like started making a good name for themselves, and then they were hired by like a company to like just do do this movie for us. And the only reason they did it was like, okay, uh, if we do this, it's going to fund our next film. Yeah. So that's okay. Maybe, I yeah. mean, that's the beauty of, I mean, that's having a career, man. Yeah. You know? I mean, that's yeah. what, this is what I do for a living and it didn't start out that way. You know, when I dropped out of high school, I was playing in a metal band, <laughs> mm. <laughs> but like you build it up over years and you build your reputation and you have to make sure your work grows with you and, and become undeniable and then you're going to win. You know what I mean? Failure's not an option. Bro, I get uh, what you're saying about doing the camera test and testing lenses and everything and, and feeling that nervousness and that apprehension. I understand 
and it is always going to be scary on some level, but just do it. Just do it. Don't, because cause guess what? If, if you never try, then your chances of failure are 100%. So yeah. just, just fucking do it, man. Excuse me. No, because everybody, everybody starts somewhere, especially that, that's the one thing. When Pieces came out, I think, in, in my mind, I think it would have a running with, like, Terrifier. Because when you guys came out, you didn't have the machine of, like, Netflix as right. big as it is or just the, the social media craze that it is. I mean, I think Skinnamarink got so big because TikTok reviewers were like, you got to see this movie. It's so much different. And then it blew up on TikTok. Same thing with Terrifier 2. It was like on the news and this, which is this great movie, but it had like a, a big machine behind it. And now they released the, the first one, which nobody knew about the first one as much until Netflix picked it up. So now they're re-releasing that one. So I think I think with, I mean, unfortunately with this the strike and stuff, I think this might be the second resurgence of indie film. Because the first one was the pandemic when no one really could do it, uh, film like big budget. So that's where I think independent came. I think this might be the you know the second coming of everybody looking elsewhere. I mean, yeah, it's there's going to be a bit of a drought there, so I'm happy to provide quality family content for all. Family? Well, I know you do some. Uh, you do a little bit of everything. But, yeah, uh, do whatever the whatever the you know script or story requires, man. I'm not you know I'm not just a horror guy. I just want to tell stories. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, so. and I'm not just a horror guy either. Like we just, yeah. I just really love horror. But I I also love a really good like drama, and I love a really yeah. good like I love old cop dramas from like the 70s. Yeah. I don't know why. French Connection. You can't beat it. Um, I'm like that anymore. Hey, <laughs> not at all. Um, but. Tango oh, yeah, Tango and Cash. I was just like, <laughs> I understood what you were saying. Um, just real quick too. Uh, Rick is saying that. Oh, he he left a post on the Facebook side, uh, with the link for the trailer. I'm assuming. Oh, mm. Rick Danford is the writer and the director for The Clock. There you go. Shout out. Uh, one who launched Indie Horror Junkie that I work for. So we worked together on that magazine. And we are also, Rick and Terry Durrell and myself are partners. And uh, I guess I can get into this now. We're launching our own horror convention down here in Florida called Florida Horror Con. That's going to um, kind of blow up down here next September. So you guys Dancing are going to have to. Yeah. Save some money and fly down. We'll get you some media passes. What is, what's the con? You, I think you guys talked about that um, you were on for Hell's Hunt as well. No, like, this is a new concept since yes. the last time we spoke to you. We, we're involved in a lot of cons because we put our films and cons and through the film circuits and we go to all the cons in Florida and I travel to a couple out of state. But because we're such big lovers of horror cons, uh, we know what we love about them and we know what we would like to see that's kind of lacking. So Hot dogs. Uh, we just have this group <laughs> of indie horror filmmakers and we decided, hey, we we have the resources to do it. Let's just go for it. So Florida awesome. uh, yeah. Horror Con, it's on all the socials. You guys can check it out. But yeah, Rick's great. He's crazy talented. Um, so he's got the link there if you guys want to check out the clock. Yeah. <laughs> Can't wait. 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 And uh, yeah, I'll definitely be there. So that's uh, yeah. Molly Z hits all the cons, so we know we'll see Molly there. Molly that's good. Z. I mean, I'm glad some states are are actually like bringing bringing a lot of stuff back. They, a lot of the bigger ones in this area just shut down and they're not coming back. So it's wow. 
But anyways, convention shut down. And yeah, uh, Rock and not... Shock was a was a big one. Rock and Shock was a big one for a long time, uh, and uh, that that shut down like right before the pandemic. And then around the time of the pandemic, uh, Scaricon, which was a, another big one for yes. us. Huh. Yeah, that that shut down as well. Unfortunately, that that was a lot of my opportunity to do a lot of panels and stuff like that are gone now. So. Uh-huh. We're no really welcome to come down to Florida, Kevin. We've we've got a spot for you if you want. Um, I might take you up on that. Um, <laughs> you need you're gonna need a lot of sunscreen, bro. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm no, I'm not. I'm not gonna leave. Uh, I'm gonna sleep in the con and everything. I don't care. <laughs> big, big hat. Yeah, it's the biggest hat. Um, but uh, so so I know uh, Joy, you said that when uh, you know, you you worked prior to being a filmmaker. You were in a metal band, stuff like that. At what point, uh, this this will go for, for Amy as well, like at what point um, was it like, all right, I'm going all in on this? Like, um, I don't know, Amy, I don't know if you are all in on it, like, or if, if it's something, okay? So you don't, you don't have like a day job or anything? I, I always feel weird asking if people have day jobs. No, it's okay. No, it's, 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 I feel really fortunate to say this, but I've kept it very busy in the industry over the past couple of years. You know, I had a lot of years prior to that where I was just heavily into my training for acting. You know, every single week I'm in the actor studio twice a week, three hours a night. I did that for over five years. I've always had a love for cinema and filmmaking. Um, I can, you know, age myself right now. And, you know, back in the day, my Friday, Saturday and Sunday was going to Blockbuster with my dad and getting three movies and nothing was off limits. So I started watching horror movies and pretty much every genre with him as a little kid, you know, he, he's like, he was the absolute coolest. So I I had a love for movies then. And I always kind of had to watch a movie twice. I'd, I'd watch it the first time and I would just start dissecting it and dissecting the shots and the acting and the choices. And then I'm like, okay, I gotta watch it again just to, enjoy it but um i have kept busy with filmmaking and with indie horror junkie magazine and we're now full-time um working every single week every single day on producing for a horror con so i'm all in that's awesome it's good i mean i i that's the thing is there's so many things that i've wanted to go all in on and i'm just a scaredy cat and i just i don't do it now it's like i have a mortgage so i can't do it it's never gonna not be scary i mean crap man i mean how long have i've been full t- i mean you've known me for how long yeah 15 or so years yeah man and like you've always done this in some sort of capacity i don't remember yeah i've been doing it full time for a couple decades at this point but that's pretty awesome um you know it's it's art it's an art form it's you depend on yourself um sometimes it's feast sometimes it's famine you have to, you're the one that has to push it forward and take those risks and be prepared to to handle whatever comes your way and, and kind of fight for your table scrap sometimes, man. Mm. And and again, like it comes down to the work. It comes down to quality, like being undeniable with what you do, or at least at the very least giving a, a thousand percent and, and then you know that you're gonna get to that next level you know it might not be this gig or the next gig or whatever but word gets around you know yeah. what i mean and it and, but it i mean it is very scary so i understand the fear um i still have the fear sometimes when i'm 
you know, I, hell, I just drove to Colorado and worked with a bunch of awesome folks, you know, for for the Sasquologist. I had never worked with them before. Got in my van, drove how many thousands of miles? Right. A lot. In the mountains of Colorado, you know, and shot you're, that. It was awesome. You, the and, trip itself, like you got to like stop at a lot of cool spots and, you know, it, it was just like it, you you almost live through uh through someone else's eyes you know in these situations you're like hey look at that i gotta call people and tell them to pay their bills now it was I, I work i work in collections so that's what i do during the day you you see awesome awesome sights and uh you know make cool things and i tell people they're gonna lose the car um, oh man <laughs> <laughs> um mk ultra is also pointing out that joe you were in a folk band called the brothers bushes <laughs> <laughs> Here you go. Here it comes. Spill the beans. Uh, yeah, talk about beans. Yeah, yeah. Um, was that is that a real was that a real thing or is he yeah, just? Yeah, it was a very confusing time in my life. Um, <laughs> I joined the Amish community for a little bit. Did you really? Yeah, man, totally. And uh, you had fireplaces. Yeah, I was actually making stools that you use to sit next to fireplaces. Oh, you know, <laughs> and then you know. It's this kindling if uh, if you ran out. Yeah, I just I was a little too poorly behaved for the Amish community. I think they they expelled me. Shocking. Yeah, they dropped me off. I mean, it was a bumpy ride to say the least. Yeah, you know, the old, mm-hmm. the old horse and horse and buggy. <laughs> like, all right. Thank you. Have a good one, Ezekiel. Nice meeting you. And uh, I'm trying to think of other Amish names. I can't think of many. Uh, <laughs> I apologize. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, a lot of us, I mean, I, I was a music guy for a long time. I know Angel was a music guy for a long time. And yeah. it's uh, it's one of those things where it's like, all right, now I feel like I'm too old to play out in clubs, even though I know I'm not. Uh, but I feel like I am. And uh, so now it's like, that's that's why I do this kind of stuff. Is yeah. It's like I need some kind of outlet. And uh, it's, uh, it's not the same to me. Like, I would like to be doing both. But uh I, I still know. like with the music thing. I, yeah, you I still, still do music. score, score my own stuff and write my own stuff and, and put that into the project. So it's still like exercising that part of me that I think is very important. That, yeah. You know, it, it it is fulfilling in a lot of ways that I can't even describe. You yeah. Know, music yeah. is a big deal. And just it kind of kind of uh, just keeps things good in my head. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Totally understand that. Yeah, for me, it's uh, I, I would take it very serious, but the music I was playing was not very serious. It was very, uh, we were trying to get a, either a positive or a negative reaction at every show. <laughs> get a rise like, out of people. Yeah, if, if we weren't going over well, we wanted everyone to want to like destroy us. Like That's what we'd want. Um, <laughs> trying to unplug your amps. And- oh, like that, my wife, we were playing at a club in Worcester, and uh, like a, like they weren't getting us. And so we just slowed down every single song, like at least half speed. And um, I asked my wife, oh, how was it? And she's like, everywhere I went, they were talking about kicking your ass. I'm like, yeah, that's what I wanted. Right on. We wanted. Yeah, we um, merch available. Yeah. Right. Hill or yeah, yeah. baby face, doesn't matter as long as you're getting a reaction. Right, exactly. They're going to remember us. That's for sure. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't. I, I I bet you there's a lot of filmmakers that dabble. I have dabbled in music. It seems like a oh for sure kind of a, an adjoining thing, yeah. I guess. Um, well, I have a question, you guys. I want to say hi to Minnie back there. Oh, Dylan. Hi, Minnie. Hi. 
Um, and what do you have going on? What do you have coming up project-wise? I know you're an actress. Uh, what are you getting into? I know you're going to be working with Joe and Mario, right? That's kind of my main focus right now. Um, I also do photography. Uh, okay. I love having a camera in my hands. And um, just being on set in general really makes me happy. But yeah, I've been really focusing and getting, you know, working with Joe and everything. So we're excited. We've been working on the script. Yeah. Today, actually, we were running some lines and stuff. Thank I may or may that. not be acting in it with her. Oh, oh. Hey, I've gotten a little peek true. at it, and it's it's really yeah. good. So I'm excited to see how all things unfold. Get, so definitely get, keep an eye on this. Yay. Yeah, Minnie's got a good eye. She's got some some good photography skills going on. Thank you. I need to get her to take some fancy headshots of me. Yeah, I know you were talking about the headshots earlier, yeah. and I was like... Joe yeah. definitely needs some like, like, headshots. Please help him out with that. We'll do a professional <laughs> <laughs> You still incorporate your plan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The movie. I'm older now. It's got bruises on it. You know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, it'll, it'll, it'll be really, really, really high quality. It'll be really good. Yeah. Yeah. The um. So is the genre? What's the genre of this project? Without giving too much away, because I know you're still working on it. But is it? Is it? Um. What would you label it as? It, so far. It's, it's definitely darker. Yeah. Um. The working title. This is legit. The working title for the script file is Alabama Horror. Guys, they were, we've been doing these sessions where we're getting together, we're running lines, we're filling out scenes, we're trying to discover these characters um, so that when we do to get to photography, you know, everything is natural and it pours out. They have great chemistry together. So really excited to see what they're going to ultimately bring to the audience with this project. It's very exciting. Definitely. It'll be a slow burn. It's it's suspenseful on the darker side. Um, it's Nothing got wrong some, with any of that. Slow burns are my are my jam. I love slow burns. It's got some spooks. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> scary, scary stuff. And that's what we've mentioned many a times. You can definitely tell on screen. You were saying they work together very well. Sometimes you're watching a movie and it's like, the actors just met each other on set like the day before, so you can definitely tell that it's like Sometimes. it's not it's not real. But there's other times where you know the actors know each other for years, and it just comes off the screen like okay, I it's believable that they know each other, or they're dating, or something like that. Like so, hearing that, it's all it's you know awesome. Yeah, me, me and Minnie have worked together for a, a good bit on just different stuff, and I've never acted. Well, have I? Not really, like maybe like here and there, like a couple of lines or something, right, I think, right, right. maybe, but nothing substantial. But there's a, a relationship there to begin with, like there's familiarity, comfort. So, and the our characters are very much steeped in reality, right? You know what I mean? It's not like wow, it's wacky <laughs> guy, you know, it's nothing <laughs> crazy. So hey, it's Joe. It's, it's kind of it's it's close to the world. We're pulling from ourselves, and you know, I, re I was writing. I'm writing it with her in mind, you know, for the part, and myself in mind for this other part. So it, it's it makes it easier mm -hmm. to speak to what you're saying about chemistry and just you know, it it working mm -hmm. on screen. You know, the chemistry reads are important and the table <laughs> reads and like connecting before you get on set. So Absolutely. the fact that you guys are already doing that this so far out, mm -hmm. I'm excited. Yeah, we're <laughs> aiming to shoot early next summer. Uh, we were going to try to actually shoot this coming winter, but I think just the way the story's unfolding, 
you can't rush good art, and I don't want to rush it. I don't. Also, I don't want it to be freezing cold while we're trying to make this thing. Mm -hmm. So, that part. You know. And that's the thing is, that's the thing is, fans. We mentioned it many a times where it's like, it's awesome that you guys put so, and it's, but for us, we want to see it on camera. So here and we want to take our time. It's like, come on, I just want to see it. So I, I understand both sides, but it's like being a, being a movie fan. So it's we almost like, it's almost like uh, a disservice to the fan or to, to me specifically <laughs> when I hear that, uh, like, Oh yeah, we well, maybe we'll start filming it next summer. You know, I'm just like, Oh God damn you. God damn you. <laughs> well, I'll tell you why what, do you do are, things to me. Sorry. We're going to be laying the groundwork for it because that we're going to be doing some interactive stuff. Like our, our characters have, you know, there is a social media presence. So, um, oh. the, the one character has an Instagram profile called Cape fear camper man on Instagram. So he may or may not be exploring, you know, strange things and perhaps he gets led down a path during this film that takes them to a strange place i don't know oh. who knows, who knows? maybe they stop and buy some hot dogs yeah right in florida they, that, uh, oh, florida. alabama amy keeps trying to get me to write hot dogs into the script I keep telling her no. <laughs> do it already. She's like, why not? Just yeah. do it already. Yeah. It's a quick one. How do you take? How do you take? How do you take, no how do you take a hot dog? Put one little Easter egg of a hot dog in there. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> well, you want an Easter Work egg or you want a hot dog? Figure it out. Yeah. It, hot dog it, it, shop. It's your staple. How about Easter an Easter egg. egg that when you peel it, it's just hot dog meat inside of it? Oh Jesus Christ! Kevin. Yeah. That yeah. Is, You're welcome. That's disturbing. <laughs> You think it's a Cadbury egg, but there's yeah. just like hot dog inside of it. Hot yeah. Dog. Mm. A little, little bit of sauerkraut. Oof. Oh, uh, I'm, not a, I'm not a hot dog, <laughs> man. It's just, just, uh, I'm hot dog, man. I'll tear up. I don't, like hot, dogs. I don't <laughs> like hot dogs or bologna. That's a waste of time. And it's Crook household. Man. By the way, my last name is Crook. That's why I said the Crook household. My last name sucks. So, anyways, Angel. Uh, you have uh, any any other questions as an aspiring cinematographer? Uh, no, I'm just uh, I, I I need to hear like what you know what Joe said. I got to get off the you know and just get to fucking work and be scared the whole time, but having a good time. Well, you, the good thing uh, is is that you'll be like you know that you have a lot of friends that'll yeah. be honest with you and that will be yeah. around when it's going on. I'll be more than happy to be like, nah, it wasn't very good. No. Yeah, no, no, no. Mostly Positive because that would be reinforcement, Kevin. Positive <laughs> reinforcement, my friend. That was Don't amazingly horrible. <laughs> Let you him build his house. You gotta start somewhere. Just do it right. and mm. be consistent and do it with all your heart and you will surprise yourself. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yeah, right. seriously. Amen. I mean, no. Don't listen to what Kevin says. <laughs> <laughs> I've already, I've already proven. I don't know what I'm talking about. I mean, like hot dogs. Hey guys, uh, I tried, and Kevin told me uh, it's not for me. <laughs> yeah, and I'm retiring. I'm officially retiring I'm today. Kevin told me he knows people, and uh, but he doesn't. Uh, but still, um, Gory Bits is in the chat saying indie horror rules, which I agree. And Sergio's in the chat saying that he was late. Hey, Gory Bits. Is, is Gory Bits someone you know, Amy? Uh, I 
know Gory Bitch just off socials. Oh, okay, nice. Yeah, Gory Bitch is a big kind of supporter of a lot of different projects we have going on. So I see their username circ circulating quite a bit. So yeah. like I said, the indie horror community is where it's at. And everybody just kind of yep. intertwines and connects. And it's a beautiful thing. It's true. Big twisted family. There it, it is. is. Now, for Amy, with uh, you said you started producing after acting or is it like in between um, i mean i started studying acting pretty young i did theater and mm -hmm. musical theater growing up middle school high school um i did some theater last year i did an all-female comedy play called icebreaker so i when i have a little bit of break from film if I'm not on a project, I'm either in class or I, I try to connect back with theater. I just like to Oh, always... she's a thespian. That's it. That's <laughs> what yeah, okay. Okay. I, I like to just, you know, always be sharpening my tools. And I don't think you're ever done learning and growing as an artist. So I don't like to be stagnant. But once I stepped onto set and got, you know, a few short films under my belt, and um, I'm one of those people that I it's just how my brain works. I'm, I'm paying attention to everything that's going on. I like to see how everything works and functions. And I, just, you know, it was Harlow's Haunt with Terry Durrell actually that I hopped on um, as a producer because that was such a skeleton crew. When I met Terry, um, I, I read for him for one of the lead roles and um, we really connected, we aligned with our morals and our work ethic. And um, I hopped on as a producer. That was one of the first, that was the first full feature that I produced. And so working with him on that project really just kind of opened me up to that whole other side of filmmaking. And then I AD'd on it. And I just kept taking on more roles because I wanted to learn and I wanted to grow because I do enjoy both sides of it. So, um, you know, acting first and producing and ADing, it all just kind of, it goes together if you want it to, <laughs> but it does pile up the role. So, you know, you have to focus, if you're acting in the film that you're producing, you're, you're working on your character development and your, your lines and just being organic and authentic as possible on that. But then you're also, producing which could be a, a number of different things whether you're casting or you know everything that's involved in producing and if you're ADing that's one of the biggest things you're just keeping everybody on schedule and looking at the budget and making sure that everything is just aligned with what's going on so um it's a lot of work sometimes I think I'm crazy for doing it but the more you do it the more it becomes natural and the more things just kind of line up and you know what to do and you just have to get it done i was gonna say did it make it any easier like being on one side first and then jumping into producing or like did do, do you think it would have been a little bit more difficult just like jumping into producing and not knowing the other side or um i mean when it comes to acting that's such an art that's something you really have to spend a lot of time with to get to know who you are as an actor. And there's so much, in my opinion, you train. And you train and you train and you train. And you find different groups of people in acting classes and theaters to continue to grow and develop. For me, that's where the work really comes in, is preparing behind the scenes. Um, when you're producing, it's more, you know, 
administrative, I guess. I mean, you're still a, a creator for admin work. It's, yeah, you need to know all the pieces and parts to be able to produce for sure. Yeah. You know, and right. Yeah. Yeah. And um, even uh, taking it a step further, uh, if you have relationships built with the people that are doing those jobs, having insight on that. So when Joe is saying, hey, I need six, eight hours to shoot two or three pages or a page or maybe six hours to shoot half a page, depending on the kind of setup. These are all things that a producer has to take into account to schedule things out in order to make the day. Because uh, that's yeah. ultimately what it is. Because I tell you what, if you hit your crew with a bunch of 16s right out the gate, you, you're not going to have too many friends. <laughs> yeah. you got to take care of your crew. Yeah. yeah. Try not to go over 10 these days, man. Yeah. I agree now, with being Too old for that. <laughs> I think we all are at this point. Dude. What are you trying to say? Are you trying to say I'm old? Well, it's like, it, and it becomes right. a safety issue too, man. Anything yeah. after 10 hours, because you're there before you start, you're there after. So 10 hours really is 12 or more. Yeah. And, you know, you're you're going to be, you know, dropping lights on people's heads and, and now they're <laughs> dead. And then you have to write a new scene and incorporate Free body that. Just so all that. And up. not everybody is staying local. Some people might be commuting an hour back and forth yeah. every single day. So, you know, you don't want people driving home at 2 a.m. that just worked a 14-hour day mm -hmm. to sleep four hours and shower and drive an hour. It, it just, you, people get delirious. You have I to. Would, I would say that's the number one mistake that indie filmmakers make. We talked about some of, like, what we have to deal with. I would say that was, like, the number one mistake, right? Like they take on too much and they are too, not, you know, too ambitious might be the wrong word, but you have to allow yourself time to recuperate, to rest. Yeah. It becomes a safety issue. Your creativity dwindles. Right. Your, I mean, you're just struggling. Brain to fog. Function. Brain fog. Exactly. I think that's a big problem with people that are just starting that they, they're like, well, it doesn't apply to me. Like, yo, dude, on day three, everybody's going to be zombies. And, and then you're and then mistakes are going to be made. And now all of a sudden, oh, congratulations. Now you're doing two makeup days. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. any advice I would give to someone starting out, keep your days organized and under 10 hours for show under 10 yeah. hours because it might go a little bit over but that's okay if you're hitting 12 uh, you're getting into danger zone but definitely take the time to to give yourself that rest and that turnaround time um, i see it a lot of times i work with a, a private school in charlotte um, they they hire me to teach their senior their seniors how to make a, a little movie at the end of the year and I guide them through the whole process from writing to producing it to shooting it and everything. And that's one thing that, one mistake they always make is is that they're just trying to cram it all in and they're just gonna, they think they're gonna keep going. And you know, by day two, they're, they're running out of gas. You know, and I'm like, hey guys, this is what you wanted, remember? <laughs> <laughs> you wanted 15 pages in one day, guys. And then starts to get sloppy, you know? Yeah. And then your actors aren't on point right, yeah. the way that they should be. And, and you know, like Joe right. said, 
dropping shit in. Yeah. <laughs> right. And yeah. If you, it's not worth it. It's just not worth it. Yeah, exactly. it, it's not. And if you don't have the experience, this is something else I see with a lot of uh, uh, first time or more green uh, producers and filmmakers is if you don't have experience doing it, you don't really know what you're getting into and all of the different elements that have to work together in order to get things shot. And even like pieces, hey, I'd never produced a feature film before. It, it was my first one, and so there was a lot of the uh, the expression of uh, building the airplane as you're flying it. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. So, we did so, Joe House. Or you were... No, no, I was second AD. Oh, second AD. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, so there was a lot of stuff we were figuring out, and there were some days and things that we went long, and they were pretty taxing. So, for instance, we shot the strip club scene and the sunrise scene back-to-back. So we shot all night. We had oh, to wow. set deck this entire club it was it's a comedy club uh here in wilmington we had to set deck it for a strip club shoot everything that we shot there and then rush christy and david and joe and i think christian we had sound they yeah nick uh ac right they all rushed out to catch to catch the sunrise sequence with the, David and the, the band engine blew board. up. I, yeah, I think that was like a twenty-hour day for them. <laughs> wow. You know, so the, yeah, the it, engine of the van blew up. We pushed it into that shot, that wide shot. Right, right. So, yeah, but but like we di- we didn't know what we didn't know until we got in it, and it, you know, it worked out great. It's it's movie magic, and it's a story that we're telling. But uh, in the moment, it was crazy. It was chaos. Yeah, we were ready to sleep. Yeah, that's the thing is you're always problem solving along the way and you have to be ready for that and you have to accept that that's just part of the job. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. things are going to come up. You just have to you have to allow yourself to say, okay, this has happened. It it wasn't planned. Let's figure it out. Which is all the more reason to be absolutely organized, (laughs) absolutely organized, absolutely prepared, Mm -hmm. because there's going to be you're already going to have to deal with with things. But if you don't have your stuff together, so you're already figuring that out, and then these other, you know, fires you're trying to put out, that's just a recipe for disaster. So, yeah, having your your game tight going in. Yeah, yeah, I I would totally agree. It's like you don't know what you don't know, and, like, first, like, first-timer, you know, especially a bigger project that's not like a three- or four-day shoot, like a multiple-week shoot. Right. You don't realize that it's compounded exhaustion, you know, mental and physical exhaustion. I mean, even the Colorado shoot, it was 13 days. And I mean, we're hiking, we're at high altitude, we're hiking up and down mountains. I mean, it was, I was sore uh, and just exhausted every day. I mean, I I mean, it ultimately felt good because you're accomplishing something, but I mean, it, it's compounded. Like after week one, I'm just like, I'm ready for two days to sleep. You know, didn't get it, you know, but, um, but yeah, it's, it's wild. I mean, even if you have a plan, it's still very, very, very taxing. Yeah. That kind of goes back to what we were talking about earlier, how you're like, I want it to come out now. I want it to come out this fall and, you know, shoot it this fall and come out in the spring. But there is so much planning and time is money. So if you're not, prepared and the pre-production side and you go into it, you have to think I'm paying crew. I'm paying actors. Uh, people may have, I might have flown them in and their flight's going to leave. So if you go over those days, 
that's just that much more money coming out of your pocket. Yeah, switching flights, booking extra hotel rooms. Right. I mean, yeah. you know, Minnie's yeah. been on set with us, like, on the crew side of things. She's helped us, you know, spend, like, two hours setting up a dolly shot. You know what I'm saying? Love it. It's worth it. It always is. But planning, but... you know, it's like we got two hours into this one shot. Yeah. Oh, you're talking. Yeah. And it looked sexy. It did. But, but we had to do a lot of building around. Uh, I'm saying, uh, unless you're working with Amy, because she has work ethic that is untouchable. <laughs> I think everybody on this podcast it, it has the same work ethic as I do. Yeah. I know, especially Joe. I, I, I only know Mario through Joe, just, you know, them hanging out and stuff. But I know you guys have worked together in pieces. But, um, no, this, this is a group of go-getters for sure you just gotta want it and if you don't want it and you're not gonna go hard then just quit now yeah Failure's not an option yeah, yeah. life is pain is asking a question for all uh, is, is making a movie more about who you know uh, for connections etc especially working on uh for set chemistry um any thoughts on that all the above yeah <laughs> like like as far as like casting is that I, I, he, I think he just means in general, like as far as like getting into it, um, is it is it a matter of because we, we, we talk to a lot of uh, filmmakers and actors and actresses that work with the same people a lot. You know? Absol I mean, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, look, yeah. like we're working together. This, we jive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, the crew yeah. out in Colorado, I'd never worked with them before, but it was a great group of folks. I would totally work with them again. I mean, it was just good chemistry on and off camera you know you've got the producer that's you know making sure i don't do anything dumb and and then you've got you know my first ac that's like keeping my stuff in focus and he knows me and knows how i shoot right, right. so he knows the rhythm and it's a dance especially with the camera and the first day the focus puller so like he he knows he can anticipate that move you know that there's that's chemistry yeah that's working with somebody i mean and that's behind the camera mm -hmm. You know, I mean, it's a it's a big deal. It is a right. big deal. If you find that core group of awesome people, I mean, a full agreement, full agreement, and that that's all the way up to the bigs. Like, uh, there's a reason why Scorsese always wants to work with De Niro or uh, Tarantino with DiCaprio or or whoever. I mean, th this is just a tried and true thing in in the industry. Um, the relationships that you build, the ones that. Um, produce the best work are definitely the ones that you want to continue to bring back because I mean and um, you guys know this there's so much chaos like you were talking about Amy there's so much chaos when you actually go into production that there's no time to th those those relationships need to already be formed there's no time to kind of figure it out on the day uh, if a person yeah. is capable of performing a task or figuring out a problem or if they're gonna flip out on you, which is a very common thing in the business, mm -hmm. to have somebody who uh, doesn't have control of their emotions. I mean, and there's no, there's no time for that. Yeah. So ain't nobody got time for that. And I, I, uh, uh, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was just gonna kind of feed off of what you guys are saying. The core of that is trust. One hundred percent. You work with the same people not only for their talents and efforts and energy, because you know what they're able to do and produce, but if you have that common denominator of trust yeah. to me that's one of the most important things you have to trust the people that you're working with and that takes like that little bit of load off of your mind because you're like not worried oh, yeah. about like oh is the is the you know the the dolly grip you know 
is he going to lose it, like you said, or whatever. Like, right. you, you know that they're good to go. They're doing their thing. I don't, you know, we jive. They know the plan, and I don't have to tell them exactly what it, you know what I mean? It's, it's Everybody's just, it's got each other's backs. Yeah, it's trust. There's a common vision. There's a common goal. Um, I mean, it's a big deal. I mean, we, like, even doing pieces, we definitely had a lot of meetings with a lot of people. I mean, it's job interview. You know what I mean? You, I yeah. mean, their work might be awesome, but they might be completely insane. I mean, look, it's the same as music, dude. You got like the guitar player that rips, but he can't show up to practice. Well, yeah. I mean, yep. why are you going to yep. hire him? I mean, it's a bummer because this is a talented <laughs> yeah. person. Yeah. Right. And you want, you're like, dude, like, oh, yeah, uh, just show up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's the exact same thing. You got to have that core that right. you trust that you can work with. And, uh, you know, fortunate to have, have good people, you know, yeah, uh, very fortunate. Well, I know it's, it's probably hard to believe, but it's already been just about an hour. And uh, I do want to, uh, MK Ultra is asking a loaded question here. I'm, I'm assuming it's going to wrap things up. Uh, he's, uh, asked Joe why he intentionally hid all information of this production from me. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Confrontational. Shut up. Well, I didn't have to put it up there, but I chose to. So it's my fault as well. Um, I don't know if you want to touch on that or if. uh... (laughs) No. (laughs) All right. Hiding. I'm hiding. It's like. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, here comes Mike. Yeah. (laughs) Put it away. Oh my gosh. Uh, Yeah. So on that note, because we do have to wrap things up, Uh, Amy. (laughs) Where, where can people go to follow what's going on with you and your career and, and even uh, like the mag and the, um, yeah, and the yeah. and everything? Um, I'm very active on Instagram and TikTok, just at Amy Rolfson. Uh, Harlow's Haunt Movie, we have a very active Facebook group page. It's just Harlow's Haunt Movie. All of our socials are Harlow's Haunt. Um, the Clock. The end, Indie Horror Junkie. Definitely check that out. Um, and Joe, you guys, you have your feature coming up. We would love to feature you and your story and what you're doing with that film and Indie Horror Junkie. Uh, yeah. And then we have Florida Horror Con. So you can find us pretty much on all the socials anywhere, but definitely, um, you know, walk into it and it's a good place to keep up. Nice. My Instagram handles in my little name thing. It's at Joe Stoffer Cinema. Yeah. So. And uh, also, MK Ultra wanted to say he's going to take his answer off the air. Uh, <laughs> and, <laughs> um, so, what, what about everyone else? Uh, Mario, and I forgot her name. I'm sorry. What is your name? Minnie. Uh, Minnie. 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 It's a great name. I have to, Thank I have to, you. I, I love it. Yeah. Where, where can people go to, to follow you, Minnie? Oh, me? Oh, um, I have two accounts. I have a main, but my main one, actually, I probably want to advertise my photography account. It's a mini Eleanor photography at uh, Instagram. Or at, I'm about to say at Gmail. That's totally <laughs> okay, I'm not giving out my email. Don't email me. Yeah, mini Eleanor photography on Instagram. Holy crap. <laughs> And uh, what about yourself, sir? Yeah, I'm uh, at Mario underscore Marchioni on Twitter and at the Alpha Italian on IG. Ooh. Well, <laughs> well, um, well. Uh, Angel, what about yourself? Uh, you could just uh, hit up the that Strange Show page or my personal at Chaos Manus. Um, but, yeah, 
That's about it. And I gotta get I gotta get cracking. So thank you guys for the words of encouragement. And um for sure. Yeah. Definitely uh needed. So just thank dig you. In. Just dig in and yeah, do yeah. it. And like I said, you'll surprise yourself. And don't yeah. listen to me. Remember that. Start like you can stay Start like a, like a TikTok or something and then like show your progression as you go. Because kind of you're famous on TikTok. I mean, everyone else is. <laughs> Right. You gotta start yeah, yeah. with zero followers. That's fact. Like like that was already said. Don't listen to me. Um, so Tony, what about yourself besides your uh, including your TikTok? You can follow me at Tony has nine fingers on YouTube where I do movie reviews, unboxings, anything movie related. Uh Tony has nine fingers on X. I don't really use it yeah. at all, aka Twitter. I don't use it much. Tony has nine fingers on TikTok where I am the most um that's where I do most of my stuff. I spend most of my time on there. Tony's movies on Instagram, where I post the movies behind me, and of course here on uh, the Wicked Horror Show most Tuesdays, except for July when we're going to take a month off. But yeah. most Tuesdays, whether we have an awesome guests or it's just horror movie talk, check us out here. Watch us and listen to us. And uh, yeah, Kevin, uh, just a knuckle on Instagram. Besides doing this show. I also just started a new show called The Reeducation of Nancy Ann Ritter, starring, uh, oh, featuring a actress from the original Scream movie. Hey, we love Nancy. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we just uh, filmed our third episode last night, and uh, we're going to be releasing those, I believe, sometime starting next month. Um, yeah, so it'll be fun. And then I'm also part of that strange show and uh, Black and White Frights, which are, uh, that's just classic horror that we talk about twice a month and that's that's always fun and uh other than that uh just here waiting for cool guests like you guys so uh thanks everyone for uh for watching and listening and uh we'll see you next time goodbye Bye -bye. It. Mm -hmm. that's it.